Welcome back to the Little Ray of Health podcast. I'm your host and hormone health bestie, Emily Ray. I'm a certified holistic health coach and I help women balance their hormones naturally using food as medicine. This is our first official episode after that 10 minute teaser intro. And I just want to dive a little bit deeper and let you guys get to know me before I dive into all of the hormone health goodness that is to come in this podcast. I do questions box regularly on my Instagram. If you're not following me on Insta, my handle is at Little Ray of Health. But yeah, I do questions box all the time and I get a lot of personal questions. So I thought I would use this episode as a chance to answer those so you can get to know me a little bit better. This is one of the questions I get asked the most, and that is how old am I? I have the face of a 16-year-old, but in fact, I am 28 years old. There's a funny story. A couple weeks ago, I got on a flight, and I sat in the emergency exit row, and the flight attendant asked me, she looks at me, and she says, oh, excuse me, miss, are you over the age of 15? And I kind of didn't know what to say at first, because like I said, I'm 28 years old, so I'm 13 years older than 15 and I just kind of like smiled and laughed and I was like, yeah, I'm 28. And she looked really embarrassed. And the woman across the aisle started laughing. She was probably in her 50s. And she was like, you're going to love this one. You're older, sweetie. So yeah, to answer your question, long story short, I am 28 years old. The second most asked personal question in my questions box is always, am I married? Do I want to get married? Why am I not married yet? And the answer is no, I am not married yet. Um, I do have a boyfriend, a partner. His name is Daniel. He's amazing. We, little backstory on us. I met him 10 years ago. So I met him when I was 19. I'll be 29 this year. We dated for about two and a half years. We broke up for three years, did not speak one word to each other for those three years. And I was in a different relationship. I got out of that relationship. We reconnected. Um, and we got back together and we have now been back together for over three years, almost four years now. So we have collectively been together for about six years. We are so in love. We are so committed to each other, um, but we're just not married yet. It's just not something we love each other so much, but at this point, we just don't find the need to get the government involved in our relationship. People always ask how we met and we met 10 years ago on Tinder. I don't know if anyone remembers the dating app Tinder. Um, it was kind of the OG dating app at the time. And it was before Tinder became strictly a hookup app. But um, we went on Tinder. He is the only person, not the only person I matched with, but the only person I met in real life after matching with them. For some reason, I don't know if you guys are the same way. Obviously, dating apps are kind of the number one way to meet your partner nowadays. But I was so sketched out by them. And actually, the only reason I was willing to and I met up with him in the first place is because we had mutual friends. So I kind of already knew he was a real person. I kind of had an idea of his character and who he was. And so, yeah, I really, I feel like I knew right away. We dated for a couple months before he asked me to be his girlfriend. He asked me with a fortune cookie. Okay, and he had to order a hundred of these fortune cookies because it was from one of those like party websites. And so we were going to a hockey game and we went to a restaurant called P.F. Chang's before. And it turns out he had gone earlier that day to drop off these custom fortune cookies that inside had a message that said, Emily, you're absolutely amazing. Will you be my girlfriend? Honestly, people probably thought he proposed to me in that restaurant because of how much I freaked out. But it was one of the sweetest things ever. Next question, do I want kids? Do we want kids? Of course I want kids. I cannot wait to be a mom. I cannot wait to give birth. I can't wait to be pregnant. 
all of these things I am so, so, so excited. But me and Daniel just have so many things we want to accomplish. In the meantime, we are both entrepreneurs with our own businesses and we really have so many career goals and we really want to get to a place in life where we can step away from work and really focus on raising kids as our sole focus. So we probably have, like I said, I'm 28 now, almost 29, probably about three more years until we start trying, but I cannot wait. I have so many friends with kids. I love babies so much, but it's just not the right time just yet for us. Another fun question. What would be my last meal? Like if I was going to die tomorrow, what would I eat for dinner tonight? What would my last meal be? And without a doubt, it would be some form of steak and potatoes. Probably a bacon wrap filet and either a baked sweet potato or mashed potatoes, but some kind of form of steak and potatoes. It's my favorite meal ever. It never gets old. I eat it at least once a week. Another question, why am I gluten-free? So I'm gluten-free for a few reasons. I do think that most people have an issue with gluten, even if they don't know it. The gluten, especially in the United States, is genetically modified, heavily sprayed with glyphosate. So most of the time, it's really a glyphosate issue, not a gluten issue. But I think that removing it, most people removing it from your diet is going to reduce inflammation overall. But I've been gluten-free for seven years now, and for me, I actually got strep throat seven years ago. I had to take antibiotics, a really strong round of antibiotics, and it really just wiped out my gut completely. I didn't really know it at the time, but about a week later, I started noticing effects, and as the weeks went on, everything was hurting my stomach. I was in pain all the time. I started looking into it, and I decided to kind of put myself on an elimination diet after I talked to a few doctors who had no idea what I was talking about, had no idea about issues with gluten, leaky gut. None of that was really well known seven years ago. So I kind of took matters into my own hands. I did an elimination diet. I cut out gluten and dairy and a lot of other foods at the time, but that's another story. But I have since done food sensitivity tests that have told me that I have an issue with gluten and wheat. So gluten and wheat are different. Wheat is one thing and then gluten is the protein found in wheat. So I have an issue with both of them and I have a really strong feeling that it was due to those antibiotics. A couple fun questions that are kind of like this or that. So sunrise or sunset. This one is so hard for me. I am an early riser naturally. I love waking up early. I always have. People ask me like, how do you wake up so early? I, it's just easy for me. I pop out of bed. I wake up really easily. I just, I always have. I feel like it's just the way that I was built. I think everyone has different sleep schedules that work for them. I do think that most people should go to bed around 10 or 11 and wake up around 6 a.m., 7 a.m. But yeah, I've always been like an early to bed, early to wake up kind of girly. So I would probably say sunrise. I think there's something so beautiful and peaceful about watching the sunrise. I do love a good sunset. So if I could say both, I would say both. But if I have to pick one, it's going to be sunrise. Next one would be mountains or ocean. So I live close to both. I live in the Bay Area in California, up in Northern California. I live 30 minutes from the ocean and also like 30 minutes from massive mountain, beautiful mountain ranges. And I will say I used to believe that I had to always live near the ocean. I was like, I, I can never live away from the coast. I love it so much. I'm a California girl. But I could not tell you the last time I drove over to the ocean. Like I couldn't tell you. I just, 
don't do it. I don't make the time. I don't think it's super important to me to be by the ocean. I think as long as I'm near water. So we live in the Bay Area and we also have a home in Reno, Nevada, which is near Tahoe, Lake Tahoe. And that truly is my happy place because I have the lake. So I have water and the mountains. It's so peaceful. There's so much to do. I just think it's so beautiful. So I would say over mountains and ocean, I would definitely choose the mountains. Next up, what are my hobbies outside of Instagram? Not that Instagram is a hobby, but it is something that I spend a lot of my time doing. I would say outside of my work and what I do, I love what I do. But my top two hobbies are probably cooking or baking. I love being in the kitchen. It really is my happy place. It's where like kind of time stands still. I get in the zone. It's almost like a form of meditation for me. It's a creative outlet. I have always loved it. In fact, when I was little, I wanted to be a chef. I asked my mom if she would get me a Rachel Ray magazine subscription when I was eight years old. I made my parents cast iron rosemary chicken thighs when I was nine years old. So I have always been obsessed with cooking and baking. My Instagram, if you scroll way back, it actually was kind of a food blog for a long time. I had gluten-free recipes for a little while. I was vegan, so I had vegan recipes. But getting creative and cooking in the kitchen has always been something that I love to do. And getting creative especially. So I've always said if I were to be on like a food network show, it would be chopped. It does seem like the most stressful, but I think it's the most fun because you get random ingredients and you have to make something out of them. And I just would love that challenge. So my one of my hobbies is cooking and baking. And the other one that usually surprises people is shooting. So shooting guns, going to the range. I love it so much. I got really into it in the past two years. During the pandemic, me and Daniel kind of picked it up as a hobby. We started attending trainings. So we've trained with law enforcement. Um, we really focus on gun safety, handling guns correctly. And it's just really fun. It's just, it's a skill that you can learn. It's self-defense. I think it's so important to understand gun safety and understand self-defense. And it also is just such an empowering feeling. And it's a great way to learn a skill and get better. I definitely was not great when I started. I was really uncomfortable. I was really scared around guns. But now, although not that I'm still scared, I do think it's very important to be aware you are handling a deadly weapon. So some form of feeling a little nervous around it, I think is a good thing. But I feel so much more secure and confident and empowered. And it really is one of my favorite things to do. Favorite movie. Okay, this one came out recently, and so if I were to say, like, what's my favorite movie of all time, I know it literally only came out last year, but I can definitively say Top Gun Maverick is my favorite movie of all time. I saw it three times in theaters. I have watched it probably once a week since it came out um, to watch. Like, I bought it on Amazon Prime as soon as I could buy it. I love it so much, and I'm not even sure... Not that I'm not sure why. I think it's so captivating. It is so fun. It's so exciting. Uh, Nothing bad happens, right? Like none of the main characters die. It's just an all-American feel-good movie. Not to mention all the characters are extremely, extremely good-looking. So that, (laughs) that doesn't make it bad either. Next up, this is a little bit of a controversial one. So my thoughts on veganism. Now, if you guys don't know, I was vegan for, I think I made it to the one year mark, although my health started rapidly declining after eight months. 
but I did spend one year being vegan. If you go on my YouTube channel, there's still videos up there. I have recipe videos. I talk about veganism. I really did believe in it at the time. I thought it was the end-all, be-all diet. I thought it was the best thing ever. I thought it was the best thing for the environment, but I was so misguided and brainwashed and if I could go back now, I would take it all back. It really, really ruined my health. Like I said, at first, I felt great. The first couple months were amazing. Um, but after that, my health started to slowly decline. My periods became really, really painful. I had really bad acne. Then I lost my period completely. I was gaining weight. I had cellulite. My skin was just, I just didn't look healthy. I didn't feel healthy. And so after about one year, I decided to reintegrate um, really high quality grass fed organic animal products. And it probably took me about six months to a year to get my health back to where it was before I went vegan. But it was so worth it. And I really do think it contributed to me being here today because it had a huge toll on my hormones, which led me on this whole hormone health journey. And that led me here. So would I take it back? No, but would I caution anyone from going vegan? Yes, I definitely would. Another important thing to mention is that there is no such thing as a bloodless diet, and that includes veganism. Many insects, animals, and rodents are killed during the planting, maintaining, and harvesting of these crops. I truly believe that God placed these animals on earth with us to live with and to use for nourishment. Animal products are without a doubt some of the most nutrient-dense foods on this planet and I really do think that we are meant to use animals nose to tail to eat them and to use them for goods like clothing, shoes, furniture, and blankets. Like 10 times out of 10, I would choose real leather over a plastic leather alternative. And not, I do not condone, I want to make this clear, I do not condone factory farming. I think it's tragic how those animals live, but I advocate for regenerative organic farming and animals that have room to roam and graze. I think there's something so beautiful about using the whole animal and honoring it. Leather hides, tallow, a lot of my skincare is tallow-based. I drink bone broth, eating animal meat, organs. Eggs are some of the most nutrient-rich foods you can eat. They're high in A, D, E, and K, as well as choline. Um, and yeah, I really do see eating animals and honoring them as supporting the planet, not the opposite. Okay, another question. What did I want to be as a kid? I mentioned that I did want to be a chef. I love cooking always. Another thing I wanted to be was an artist. When I was younger, uh, when I would wake up in the morning, my mom would have crayons or markers, coloring stuff, and paper ready for me. And I would wake up and color for like over an hour every single morning. And I feel like those two things, cooking and food and baking and an artist, so being creative, I feel like those two things are super prominent in what I do now. So I think it kind of has come full circle. And I know my little inner child, Emily, is so happy. Next question I want to answer is what is my favorite quote? And I have a couple. So I would say my two most favorite quotes. One is from an author called Stephen Pressfield. And it's in, he's written, he's written so many books. One of my favorite books he's written is called The War of Art. And it's incredible. But the quote that is my favorite is from a book called Put Your Ass Where Your Heart Wants to Be. It's all about taking action on your big dreams. And he has one quote in the book. It's just one page and it says, this is the day. There is no other day. This is the day. This is the day I give birth. This is the day I die. 
this day is the Super Bowl. And I think that that is so powerful. It basically says like, you have nothing else but this day. You don't have yesterday. You don't have tomorrow yet. And so all you can do is focus on making today the best day it can possibly be. And I think that is such a powerful quote. It's something I try to remember daily. There's another one that he says, this is the job. There's no other job. This is the job, which I think is another thing of like everything that you do, take it seriously. Like this is your job, whatever your job may be. And I kind of think of that same way, even when I'm cleaning the kitchen or I'm making the bed, I try to be really intentional and present in whatever I'm doing. Like this is exactly what I'm doing right now. I need to put all my love, all my intention behind it and just trying to live that way with everything that I do. The next quote is a roomy quote. And for a long time, I wanted to get this tattooed down my spine. Um, I do have a couple tattoos. One says balance, which I, like I said, I am obsessed with what I do. My course is called the Balance Bay Blueprint. And I literally have the word balance tattooed on my forearm. I also have the chakras. I have the word y'all, which I got in Nashville, kind of on a whim. But this roomy quote that I wanted to get tattooed down my spine, which I'm too much of a baby to do, but it's, the quote is, no one is you and that is your power. And I think this is probably the most powerful quote ever because whoever you are, whatever you want to do, there is someone out there that's probably doing it, right? I'm a holistic health coach that helps women balance their hormones. There are so many women out there doing that. There are so many people in this world, but you are the only you. You're the only person that's going to do what you're doing the way that you're doing it. And it's the most powerful thing. You shouldn't compare yourself to others. Not that you shouldn't look up to others and use them as inspiration, but you are your own secret sauce. You are the magic. There is only one you, and that is the most beautiful thing ever. Okay, so what is my pet peeve? And my biggest pet peeve, this is very niche, but I think you guys will all understand. Um, And my biggest pet peeve is probably the word sure. I don't like that word at all. I don't like when people use the word sure. I don't think it means yes. I know that's how people use it, but I think it is a pointless word. If you mean yes, then say yes. But if you ask someone, hey, do you want to go here or do you want to come with me to this place or do this with me? And they say, sure. In my opinion, you might as well say no. You might as well slap me in the face and tell me that you don't like me because that's how I'm going to take it. I just, I don't know. I feel so strongly about this word. And if you guys agree, please DM me because I know that I'm not alone on this. I just, I don't know. I think it's a silly, lazy word. And this is probably one of my biggest pet peeves. What is one thing I want to learn? I think one thing I want to learn is how to, not how to homestead per se, but how to grow my own food. Right now we live in a condo. I don't have a front yard. I don't have a backyard. Um, And our house in Reno, it gets very hot in the summer and very cold in the winter. So it's hard to grow certain things. But I would love how to grow some of my own food, whether it's herbs or squash or cucumber, whatever it is. I just think something, there's something so beautiful about it. When I was younger, we had a garden and we would grow strawberries. And it was one of the most beautiful things to plant something and cultivate it and grow it and then eat it. And I just think there's something so full circle and nourishing. And that is how we are supposed to live. So there's one thing I want to learn. It's definitely how to like grow my own food. 
next question, kind of switching gears, what are my thoughts on Botox? This is something I get asked all the time. Obviously, Botox is a toxin. Like, there's no way around it. I'm not going to try to make excuses. I do not have Botox. I do not have filler. I don't have anything like that. I haven't touched my face with any kind of aesthetic things. Not to say I never will. Um, I just haven't at this point in my life. I might. But I just think I don't really have... Not that I don't have thoughts on it. I think everyone should do what they want to do. Um, but it is a toxin and that's something to be aware of. But if you want to get Botox, then go for it. I think that there are certain things. I mean, obviously, I believe in balance and everyone doing as much as you can do to protect your health and reduce and limit toxin exposure, balance your hormones. But you also have to live your life. So we have to kind of pick and choose. And if you're doing things right 80% of the time, a little Botox, a little, a little filler, it's not going to kill you. And I'm not here to judge anyone. Like I said, I do not have it, but I'm not saying I never will get it. Ooh, okay. This is probably going to be one of the last questions I answer. Am I sober? So I used to, I've never hidden anything from anyone on my Instagram. If I have a margarita, I'm going to post it. I'm not going to act one way on Instagram and another way in real life. That's just not me. I think that would be so insanely exhausting. I have known people that are influencers and work on Instagram um, that are like that, and that's just something. I have too much integrity for that. So if you follow me on Instagram, you may have noticed recently that I have not been drinking. I drink a lot of mocktails, sparkling water, and lime. I am currently obsessed with these healthy soda, healthy sodies, healthy sodas like Poppy and Olipop. And to be honest, they give me the same fun feel as a cocktail. But at this point in my health journey, I really am very intentional with when I consume alcohol, uh, what alcohol I consume, all of that. And I really just have no desire to drink. Um, I'm luckily lucky enough to be with a partner who is on the same page with me. He's kind of, he feels the same way. If we go out to eat, maybe he has an old fashioned glass of wine. Um, but I just, I don't know. My thoughts on alcohol have changed a lot. More research is coming out. I'm not, I'm not going to judge anyone for drinking alcohol. And like I said, I drink it on occasion, maybe once a month, if that, and it's, it's on my own terms, right? So if I go out with friends or I'm going out to dinner or I'm just enjoying a night at home, I ask myself, like, do I really want a drink? What is it about? Is it the ritual? Is it to have something fun to sip on? Is it for the bubbles? And how can I get that same feeling without alcohol? So like I said, I drink sparkling water with lime. I put it in a wine glass. To me, it feels fancy and fun. I feel like I'm having a cocktail without the negative health effects of alcohol. And I really do think that the research that's coming out now is showing that there really is no safe amount of alcohol to consume, that whether you have, you know, a, one drink a couple nights a week, or you have three to four drinks on a Saturday night, the effects are very similar. So even in moderation, like one drink at a time, the effects are still about the same as if you were to have multiple drinks in one night. So I just... At this point in my life, I feel so much better without alcohol. I sleep better. My skin is clearer. My moods are better. My digestion's better. Everything is better. So I'm just going with that. Okay, last question I'm going to answer. 
And then we're going to move on to bigger and better things for this podcast, hormone health focused episodes and things like that. I just thought it would be so fun to start off this podcast so you guys can get to know me a little bit more, answer some fun questions. But this last question is, what is my big goal for this year? And I would say my big goal for this year is I want to enroll, I want to help another thousand women this year with my online course, The Bounce Bay Blueprint. So my big goal is to get at least a thousand women to enroll in my course this year to balance their hormones naturally. And if this is the first time you're hearing about my course, The Bounce Bay Blueprint is my self-paced online course that teaches you how to balance your hormones naturally using food as medicine for a fiery metabolism, all day energy, clear skin, easy pain-free periods, and effortless weight loss and management. Balancing your hormones and getting your health together can feel so overwhelming. I have been there. I struggled for years with painful periods, mood swings, hormonal acne, trouble losing weight, yo-yo dieting, uncontrollable cravings, and just feeling so out of touch and uncomfortable in my body. Inside the Balance Bay Blueprint, I'll teach you everything you need to know in a simple and easy to implement way. Think of me as your hormone health bestie who lays out the blueprint step by step. There are eight video modules that cover gut health, nutrition, cycle tracking, sleep, stress, metabolism, and more, plus ebooks, recipe ebooks, guides, grocery guides, all of that good stuff. You will get lifetime access to the course and any access to any and all future updates and additions, plus my three masterclasses, which are worth over $300 alone. My three masterclasses are Breaking Up with Birth Control, which gives you the step-by-step blueprint to transitioning off of birth control without any side effects. Then I have the Fertility Awareness Method Masterclass, which teaches you how to track your cycle to prevent pregnancy without hormonal birth control. And then I also have a masterclass called the Busy Babe Masterclass, which teaches you how to pack, snack, and travel on the go while supporting your hormones. All of that. So you are basically one decision away from balancing your hormones and living your best life. Everything that I did over the years to balance my hormones and heal my body, I teach inside the Balance Bay Blueprint. Thousands of women have enrolled and changed their lives. And it is just, this program is my baby. It means so much to me. It has helped so many women. And I am just so, so proud of it. So with that, I am going to wrap up this episode. If you want to talk to me in the meantime, head over to Instagram. Little Ray of Health is my handle. I am on Instagram all the time. I try to answer all DMs. So please send me a DM if you're listening to this and you want to reach out, you have any questions. I love getting to know you guys and connecting with my community. It is one of my favorite parts of what I do. It would also mean so much to me if you would rate and review this episode. It just really helps support the podcast. So you rate and review and you send a screenshot of your rating to emily at bouncebayblueprint.com, I will email you back a code for $100 off of my signature online course, The Bounce Bay Blueprint, just because it would mean so much to me. So thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.